0: Last time on Improv Tabletop, our three pet heroes, not the tortoiseshell cat, Lucky, the miniature schnauzer, and Misty the bearded collie, all found themselves in Bronner's Christmas Wonderland, the largest Christmas store in the world in Frankenmuth, Michigan. When they arrived, it was just after midnight, so it was almost completely empty except for a few individuals. There were some mall cops who were parading around, and as Lucky was off distracting them to be their new best friend, Knot and Misty decided that they were going to go and start finding the presents where they ran into a little Krampus minion who is working for the big bad Krampus, and apparently they are trying to sabotage Christmas this year. So, after all having gathered back together at the first store where they have successfully obtained the Christmas pillows for Heather, we still have a bunch of gifts left to get for our owners. How are we going to get them, and what's going on with this Krampus raid? Let's find out here in the world of Furry Christmas. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by
1: Heather Brower, daughter of a plumber,
2: Evan Peterson, dreams become nightmares. <laughs> so that's how I feel about my recording booth right now.
3: In <laughs> McKenna of Steel, stinky Christmas witch.
2: Wow. <laughs> You know, you never told us on episode one we had to introduce ourselves like that and we just started doing it and I'm, uh, this is what it's become, Ned.
3: Wait, that was never
0: a thing? I don't think so. Uh, Caleb Anderton was the one who started all of this. Blame him. <laughs> yeah. your, your best friend, Caleb Anderton, Evan.
2: We can blame <laughs> Caleb for many things.
0: Well, one thing that we cannot blame Caleb for is how long it's taking these pets to find the presents. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back into this situation here. We've got one down and at least five more to go because Misty just realized that we haven't actually found presents for the kids yet either. (laughs) So you are in the sort of furniture, home furnishing store, and you have just got your sled. You've built a little sled out of pillows and safety pins, and you have little Krampus kind of collared to Misty's collar, and it's time to go and find some more presents. So where would you like to head first?
3: Where's like the geeky stuff? Oh, let me pull out this map that I found on the ground and I'm going (laughs) to roll it out with my little paws. Kind of, you know, like any animal does like a big stretch and they like (laughs) put their paws out like really far from their body. I'm doing that to keep it flat. And I say, all right, it looks like if we head over to the left of the entrance, we should get to the geeky stuff from there.
2: I, uh, t- so you you managed to get one gift while I was gone? You just, just the one?
3: Uh, yes, but we found this. And then Miss Damina, like, gesture for you to come over here. And I'm gonna grab
1: the leash with my mouth and just pull the Krumpus to where he, like, swings around into Lucky.
2: Uh, I'm going to just start barking at first, but then as I get within like a few inches of him, I'm going to stop and kind of start sniffing him kind of hesitantly and just like getting up in his face, just giving him the the good (laughs) ol'.
0: And he looks annoyed for a second and then he starts sniffing you right back and he's just being like way too aggressive about it.
2: Uh, I'm going to cower back a little bit.
0: Goodness, man. What is it you're doing?
3: I'll go bop him on the head with my paw.
0: And he rubs his horns a little bit where you bopped him. He's like, hey, you know, if you just let me go, I won't have to bug you anymore, okay? I'll just, I'll leave this place. I'll just go get myself, like, I don't know, some White Castle sliders or something, and I'll be on my way. Don't you worry. Oh, no. I was just trying to say hello, and then you got up in my grill like that. Well, that's just how I say hello, man. Stop judging me for my culture. (laughs) Oh, you you want me to say hello in my culture? uh... Okay, man, listen, I, I know what you dogs do to say hi to each other I'm you know what no 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 and he like jumps up on top of Misty's back and he's like Okay noble steed let's go to that geek store if you're determined on taking me with you.
1: Okay. And she's gonna like bite back and just grab the leash with her teeth and toss him forward so he rolls over her head. As she kind of like gives a bow and just flips him off her back, hoping he lands a little harshly on the ground.
0: Uh, go ahead and roll to overcome with forceful to see how harshly he hits.
1: <laughs> that is a minus two. <gasps> oh,
0: yeah. You go to flip him and he does a nimble leap with his little goat hooves and lands on the ground. And he says, man, I don't even have to like actively try and stop you guys. I just have to annoy you and nothing happens
3: everybody let's go let's go but i'm walking next to you and then i'm gonna drag him along somehow with i don't know my tail behind him just to kind of like push him along like you know like, like you- the lady and the tramp siamese cat. yeah is like- and it's kind of creepy yeah i'm gonna do that
0: Alright, so you continue along your way towards the geeky store, and as you start getting closer, you can see the mall cops off in the distance waving their flashlights back and forth, trying to figure out where Lucky went, their new best friend. And eventually you make it to the geek store and you can see that there is some light coming from inside. It's a bunch of like flashing LEDs and stuff going on. Uh, there's a bit of noise of like arcade games and stuff going on in there. And there's a section where the gate in the front has been clipped out, like with wire cutters. <gasps>
1: Uh,
3: were your buddies here?
0: Well, this is where I wanted to get a sign, but I had to go to the home furnishing section.
3: Well, think of the new friendship that you made because of it. Come on. Let's see. In this one, we're getting the Christmas dice. Programmable lights. And then we decided Squirtle and Octopus were also going to be here. That's what we're hoping. We're hoping? Okay. Well, let's get the lights first. That's what I'm thinking, just so that maybe we could gather up all these little krampuses and use them as our reindeer and use the lights as our little
1: harness totally for that let's go lucky you're on point yeah
3: it's your parents so i think you should do it
2: if we're gonna do my parents first can we look for the octopus thing i always preferred her to the big guy
3: (laughs) that's valid okay
1: i'll go this way and misty just breaks off one way looking for an octopus
0: all right misty you go rushing in through that opening in the gate And as you start looking around, you can see there's like a bunch of Funko Pops and there's action figures. There's like at the back, a human scale transformer, like an Optimus Prime statue. It's got some lights flashing on it and whatnot. And from far off in the back, you can hear voices chattering back and forth with excitement.
1: Oh man, Missy's going to take like the leash collar thing And quickly pounce on her Krampus and wrap it around his mouth so he can't make any noise because she suspects that those are his buddies. All right. And she just left her group
2: like a dummy. (laughs) Oh, I had intended to follow you, if that's okay.
1: Oh, he's with me, but she still left like a dummy.
0: Yeah, roll two, overcome with clever to see how well you can gag the Krampus
1: hope he can beat a seven.
0: Ah, uh, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. One of those two is very, very true. I'll <laughs> let you guess which one it is. Let's see. Real quick, while we're talking about doing impulsive things... I actually am going to give Not and Lucky a fate point as well for playing to their troubles during the last session, oh. and I wasn't on top of my compels, unfortunately, but yeah, I'll give you guys some fate points as well for that. Thank you. Oh,
3: thank you. I feel like we're going to need them. That's <laughs> probably why we're getting up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ned isn't transparent. What's Ned like? can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny. He'll let you pick which one.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly so you guys hear the noise from behind like the back side of the store and you're all kind of gathered together here you've gagged the krampus how do you want to proceed knowing that there are other individuals in here
2: i'll sniff my way up there and i'm just gonna keep sniffing the ground and start walking my way
0: towards them all right so you start getting closer and as you peer around one of the aisles you can see back by the cash register there are a few more of these krampuses and they've like busted open the cash drawer (gasps) they're tossing bills up in the air and they're giggling to each other and kind of off in another corner in the back you can see there's a section of like replica weapons from video games and tv and stuff and so there's one Krampus over there who's got a replica of the Master Sword. One has a replica of Cloud's Buster Sword from Final Fantasy. And one of them has replicas of Icing Death and Twinkle, which are Dritz de Worden's scimitars from the Ari Salvatore books. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the three of them have these replica swords and they're just like smacking each other with them, just having a grand old time. And in total, you can see that there are five of these Krampuses who have invaded this geek store. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, (laughs) Cupid, Donner, (laughs) Grosven.
3: We're so close to having all eight, if we include Rudolph, nine of our reindeer. You think
2: think Ned put nine in here? I'm at that moment where I'm torn. Uh, This is actually an interesting challenge because... uh, the real Lucky would make an absolutely awful adventuring party member. And so I know what the real Lucky would do here, but what am I going to do to not completely destroy the party? That's the eternal question.
1: I feel that. I felt in a deep way, Evan.
2: I'm going to look back at uh, my friends and see if I can like make eye contact with them and then look back over the Krampuses and just like, once I look back at the Krampuses the second time, I'm kind of just gonna freeze and just stare at them until they do something interesting.
0: So as you are waiting to see what interesting happens you see the Krampuses with the swords start moving towards the like figurine section where there's like the Funko Pops and there's some stuffed animals and stuff as well and they take these little Funko Pops and they like line them up and they take the swords and they try to see how many Funko Pops they can behead in one stroke (gasps) and eventually they can continue along their way to the stuffed animal section where there's like squish mellows and you've got squish mellows of like there's a goat there's an axolotl there's a capybara and sure enough one of them grabs a squish mellow of an octopus and lines it up on the floor with the rest of them (gasps)
2: guys they have squish mellows in stock my mom's been looking for one of those for literally months (laughs) and they have one of an octopus we have to save it okay
3: I'm going to run over and I'm just going to quickly bulldoze through them and try and knock them on their feet. But like, like flash, like so they don't even see me coming.
2: I'm going to be right behind her barking up a storm.
0: All right. Sounds to me like we're getting ready to enter into an exchange with these guys. Heck yeah. To kind of set the scene, we've got the three of you and the three of them. Uh, Well, and then you've also got your regular Krampus. He needs a name because he's like the special Krampus. You've got Drampus the Krampus.
3: Drampus the Krampus!
0: (laughs) Drampus the Krampus, your special Krampus that you have adopted as your pet. Isn't that a Pokemon? And so we've got the three of you and Drampus, and then we've got (laughs) the three other Krampuses. You've got the one with the, the buster sword is lining up and getting ready to slice through these squishmallows, and the other two are behind him, like, psyching him up. And so we're going to start with not. Let's have you go ahead and roll to attack with Quick to do your flash trick to knock them off their feet. And they are each going to defend with Clever to see if they notice you.
3: I'm going to use my additional aspect of when people deck the halls, I deck the catnip. Try and get my nose by my collar and just take a big whiff. And then I get like all jazzed. I'm like, yeah, let's get them. And then I'm going to bust through them. So I'm going to do that to reroll. All right. Okay, 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 plus
0: four. Oh, nice. So we'll start with the first Krampus, who also gets a plus four. (gasps) No. The second Krampus gets a plus two, and the third Krampus gets a plus three. So two of them are going to straight up get knocked onto their goat horns. The third one, since it is a tie, means that you won't do any harm to him, but you will gain a boost. Yes. So, the two that you completely knock over, they're each going to take some stress. They are shouting in commotion, very unhappy about what's happened. And the last one, who managed to dodge out of the way just in time, he looks towards you and his eyes widen when he realizes that you have an intruder here. And the boost that I am going to give you is I am the knight. I am the knot. <laughs> I am the knot. That's even better. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am the
3: knight. I am the knot.
0: I am the Nacht. I am the So they see you, they're aware that they are not alone, and they're kind of freaked out by you, this stealthy ninja goblin cat. Who would you like to go next?
3: Uh, I'd like Lucky to go next, since he is right behind me.
2: So I think I mentioned with the security guards, Lucky's favorite game is to grab a toy and run away from you. So instead of actually engaging with any of the Krampuses, he's going to grab the octopus and try and get away with it and just make a run for
0: it. All right, let's have you roll to overcome with quick and the one Krampus who didn't get knocked over is going to try and do the same to see if he can keep you from stealing it.
2: So I got a new set of fate dice, and it's my first time having physical fate dice, and it's very odd to roll four dice and see four blank faces staring back at <gasps> you with no markings. Oh no! <laughs> uh, very interesting set of dice these are, but that's a plus two, that means. He
0: also got a plus two.
2: Ooh, that means gotta take a look at what I can use fate points on.
0: Yeah, as it stands, you would succeed at a minor cost, but if you spend a fate point, then you could boost that to a full success.
2: You know what? Minor costs are always fun. Let's, uh, I'll take the cost. Oh no. But Ned, if you cut off one of my dog's arms, I swear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Lucky is too precious to harm. So, you grab, like, the mantle of the octopus, the main body in your teeth, and start pulling on it, and the Krampus, trying to stab it or, like, pin it to the ground, reaches out with the Buster sword and slices off a single one of the tentacles (laughs) as you start pulling it away. An <laughs> appendage had to get lost somewhere, you know.
3: Sorry, Kenzie, it's a septipus. It's a
0: septipus. You can try and sew it back on, maybe. I can't believe you did that, Ned.
2: <laughs> you monster. I'm coming for you, you monster. Um. <laughs> I guess with that, I will turn it over to probably the Krampuses, so then Misty can follow up after them.
0: All right. So the first one, the one with the buster sword, who just cut off the tentacle of the Squishmallow, he looks to the other two, and he takes the flat of the blade. And while they're trying to get themselves up, he just takes it like a baseball bat and smacks them so that they're flying towards you through the air. <laughs> okay. And so he has given up his action to help these other guys. And so they are now flying directly towards you and they've got their replica swords and they are going to try and pin you in so that you can't escape. So they're going to attack you with quick as they're flying through the air. And just a time to remind our listeners that in fate, stress doesn't have to be physical damage. It can just be a difficult situation that you're stuck in. So they're each going to attack with quick. How would you like to defend against them?
2: I'm bigger than most mini schnauzers and uh, kind of built like a tank. So I'm I'm not necessarily just bracing to like take the brunt of it, but just naturally through my stature, that's kind of what's going to end up happening. My hope is that they'll slam into the side of me and I'll just kind of like muscle them off.
0: All right, go ahead and roll to defend and the attackers, the first one gets a minus one and the second one gets a plus four.
2: Would that be with
0: forceful for me? Yeah. Okay,
2: I rolled a plus five.
0: Oh, wow. So, we do have the plus one that the first Krampus gave to this attack with the help action. So, the second guy, well, the first guy who rolled a minus one, as he gets hit by the Buster Sword, he just goes flying straight up into the ceiling tiles, and his horns stick, so he's actually stuck in the ceiling right now, and he's like shaking his hooves trying to get down. (laughs) But the other guy, he goes flying straight towards you with Icing Death and Twinkle crossed in front of him, kind of like Anakin about to be head Count Dooku and so we've currently got a tie between you which means that as it stands he would not harm you but he would gain a boost
2: that's fair. I'll let him have a boost
0: all right so what's going to happen is as you stand there just trying to like brace yourself for the impact he misjudges his swing of the swords and he just like wraps both of his arms around your neck and on the other side the hilts of the swords cross and they kind of get stuck so he's wrapped around your neck trying to get his hands unentangled but he's just kind of hanging off of you at the moment so the boost that i'm going to give him is dead weight (laughs) okay so that does it for these three krampuses As you kind of peer off towards the cash register to see what's going on with the other two, they haven't heard you yet because they've stolen those like streamer headphones that have like the cat ears on them (laughs) and they're just blasting K-pop as loud as they can while they're just tossing money all (laughs) over the place. So they haven't noticed what's going on yet, but that concludes it for these three Krampuses and they're going to turn it over to Misty.
1: Okay. um, Watching this whole exchange and seeing that they kind of have it covered where they're at, Missy's going to drag the gagged Krampus with her. And like, you know how dogs sneak where they look like they're laying down? Kind of army style, I guess. She's going to do that and sneak up and try to pounce the last two Krampuses.
0: Oh, nice. Go ahead and roll to attack with Sneaky. They're going to defend with Clever to see if they notice you. And I will say that given the situation of the fact that they are distracted by their music, I am going to actually real quick just make that a situational aspect on them. So you could use that to your advantage if you would like.
1: Yes, I will. Does that mean I can have a plus two?
0: Uh, yeah, we'll make that a boost for you.
1: Okay. Well, I will take that boost then, which will give me a plus four.
0: Plus four. First one gets a plus two. Second one gets a plus two. Woo! Ah! Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, so you leap and you like flying tackle both of these guys.
1: <laughs> with the Krampus flying behind me. <laughs> yeah, Drampus
0: on the end of the leash is just like flailing around, like knocking into stuff as you leap. And so you leap over the top of the counter there, and behind the counter is like a glass case with a bunch of like rare old SNES games and old consoles and stuff. And you go slamming into that case and you shatter the glass Oh no! and there's cartridges like flying all over the place and both of these Krampuses are going to take one stress uh, with your plus four against the plus two and the plus two will do one to each of them and yeah they have now realized that uh, they are not alone in this place anymore
1: Awesome. I
0: guess that means... Oh, Drampus hasn't gone yet. I should probably give Drampus a turn. He would be the only one who hasn't acted yet in this exchange.
1: Did he get, like, knocked out or anything? Has he just flailed with me?
0: I'm just going to roll a luck check real quick <laughs> and just see if something good or something bad happened to Drampus. Something bad happened to Drampus. <laughs> um,
3: he was going to be my Rudolph.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like, as you slam into the case... He like a wrecking ball goes flying up into like the shelf on top of you. He slams through the glass Aww. and he lands on one of the shelves and he's kind of dazed and the impact was just enough to set off balance like an original Xbox controller, the massive Xbox controllers that were way too big Aww. and he looks up as it's teetering on the edge and it falls right on top of his forehead and is going to knock him unconscious. Oh, no. <laughs> so you've got drampus is unconscious the other two krampuses are trying to extricate themselves from like they're tangled up in the cords of their kitty streamer headphones but yeah that takes us to the top of the next exchange
1: ned am i on top of them like pinning them down yeah okay um i will send it back to lucky because i feel like he's quick that he'd be like me again
2: (laughs) uh yeah so what lucky's gonna do It's really hard to explain. There's this thing he does a lot where he sort of lays on his back and he sort of violently thrashes his head to the left and to the right. And it almost looks like he's attempting to like chew on his back paws while laying on his back, but he can't (laughs) quite reach either one and he's switching back and forth between which one he's trying to get to. But he also will sort of do a similar move if, like, you set something on his back and balance it and he doesn't realize it and then he'll freak out. So, since there's someone clinging to my neck, uh, I'm gonna drop the octopus temporarily and immediately kind of curve into him until I sort of roll naturally onto my back and then just start thrashing about, hoping to dislodge this guy. And honestly, even if he lets go, I'll probably keep doing it for, like, another 30 seconds or so. So if he's trapped, underneath me while that happens uh so be it yeah.
0: <laughs> all right go ahead and roll to overcome with forceful he's going to roll to overcome with probably forceful as well just to maintain his grip
2: so you know i am trying to get a cuddly soft animal for my mom for christmas because everyone deserves a shoulder to hug at Christmas. Aww. And I want my mom to be able to have seven shoulders to hug this Christmas. Should have been eight, but I'm gonna use a fate point to invoke that and reroll if I may. You may. Either way, that's a plus one.
0: Plus one, you got a plus three to maintain his grip.
2: These guys are strong. Okay, then I'm gonna toss it to McKenna.
3: Okay. What I would like to do is see if there's any programmable lights already on display around us. Because I'm like, okay, we still got to try and get these things. But also, these little Krampuses are really annoying and getting on my nerves. So, what I would like to do is, if there is one, like, kind of on display nearby, yank it down. Like, she may not have teeth, but, like, she's got pretty strong jaw and yank it down and like super quickly like run around the crumpus that used the sword to bat the other two because the other one's still stuck in this yelling. One's on Lucky and the other two Misty Scott so there's just this last one that's kind of free Roman and I want to go ahead like Luke Skywalker and the at and just wrap him up.
0: Alright, yeah. So you find indeed some kind of more standard twinkle lights on the strand. You also find some of those LED strips that people will like put behind their monitor. Kind of more of the gamer space kind of LED strips. And so you know, whichever type of light you prefer, that is up to you. But you grab some of them and you start just wrapping up this Krampus. Like you said, Luke Skywalker wrapping up the ATAT. Let's go ahead and have you roll to overcome with quick and he's going to defend with quick
3: that's going to be a plus four
0: and he only got a plus two yes so you successfully managed to wrap him up You start like from the legs and your speed kicks in because you are the knot, and you are on catnip right now. You are really hopped up. And so next thing you know, his entire body is just encased in a strand of lights and he flops over to the ground and he just kind of wriggles like a Magikarp. In fact, there's like a Magikarp plushie next to him that's just kind of (laughs) flopping around and he is completely incapacitated and out of the combat.
3: All right. um, I suppose next would be passing it to the Krampus around Lucky's neck.
0: All right. So this guy, while he's still wrapped around, he sees what you just did with those Christmas lights and he grabs some. He's going to try and muzzle Lucky (gasps) while he's hanging around his neck. Oh, no. So he's going to try and do that with Quick to see how fast he can get it done. Oh, boy. How
2: can I defend? I haven't tried to muzzle my dog, but I've tried to put a harness on him. I don't know what attribute this would be, but he gets real squirmy and real wriggly and really difficult to handle. I'm not sure if that's forceful because of the muscles it takes to get away from someone or if it's quick because you're like out dodging them. I'll leave that up to your discretion, but that's how I'm going to defend.
0: Yeah, I think we could justify either one.
2: Well, I have a plus three in one of those, so let's say that one. All right. That is gonna be a plus
0: six. Plus six, all right. Um, he only got a zero and you know what, just for the fun of it, I'm going to spend a fate point for this guy and I'm going to invoke his aspect, which you guys do not know yet. And so he's going to re-roll that to see if he has any hope of getting higher than a plus six. He does not. That is a zero. He did not hate her. You know what? He has that boost on dead weight. I'm going to spend that just to give him one more roll real quick because he is desperate. That's a plus two. Okay. Yeah, so he just tries like every trick he has up his sleeve to try and get these strands around your muzzle and you just like nip at him. You're biting at him at every turn. And because you succeeded with style in defending, not only does he not get what he wants, but you get a boost on him. And so the boost that I am going to give to you is Don't Fence Me In. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The most classic of Christmas songs, Don't Fence Me In. (laughs) So that does it for this Krampus. I'm going to pass it to the Krampus who's stuck in the ceiling. So first thing I'm going to do is roll a luck check for him to see if he manages to dislodge himself naturally. And he does not. So he's going to have to try and use his action to dislodge himself. So he's going to roll forceful for that. And gets a zero. So he's still stuck in the seal. Huzzah. And he's going to pass it to the two Krampuses who are pinned under Misty. They are going to try and cut and run. They're going to try and escape from the store with a bunch of cash in their pockets. So they're each going to roll to overcome with quick to try and slip out from your grasp. Misty, how would you like to try and hold on to these guys?
1: I am going to stop them by clever. Because I'm going to attempt, as they jump out from under my paw, I'm going to, like, pretend to let them. And with my mouth, grab the leash that is connected to the passed out Krampus and wrap it around their necks as well.
0: Okay, so you're going to fake them out. Go ahead and roll to overcome with clever.
1: All right, that's a plus five.
0: Plus five. Holy crap. (laughs) Okay, let's see how my guys do. The first one gets a flat zero. (laughs) And the second one... (laughs) It's a minus one.
1: I'm not trying to strangle them. I just want to make that clear.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So as you lift off to try and let them think that they can escape, they're each wearing like Teddy Fresh color block hoodies. And so they try and grab as much cash as they can and shove them into the pockets. And right as they're trying to make a break for it, you wrap it around them. So now you've got three Krampuses who are tied up to this leash that is attached to your collar. And I'll say because you rolled so well on them, we're just going to incapacitate them as well for <laughs> the rest of this exchange. You just have three completely incapacitated Krampuses tied to your collar.
1: What? <laughs>
2: you can know what you think of what I'm thinking.
1: I don't know. What are you thinking?
2: We need to get eight Krampuses tied around Misty's neck like a team <laughs> of reindeer. Miss-
1: She has been counting this whole time, like, okay, we have three now, we have four,
3: and we can give them, we can give them all their own little names, and then we can, on our way back to our houses, be like, on Drampus, on Grampus, on Flampus, on Crimson, I don't know, (laughs)
2: Crimson. Oh, the Krampuses, Drampus, Frampus, Grampus, and Crimson.
3: (laughs) And I realized the Pokemon I was thinking of is Drampa. I'm really proud of myself.
2: Is that a real Pokemon?
3: Yeah. Because we play Pokemon Snap and he's my favorite one because he looks like a sleepy little grandpa guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're on your way to catching them all as far as these Krampuses go. Gotta
1: catch them all.
0: So uh, that does it for all of the Krampuses. And yeah, now that the Krampuses are done, we'll pass it over to Misty because you're just right there.
1: Okay, so Misty's got three incapacitated. There's one stuck in the ceiling. And then the two others, one is tied around Lucky. Yep.
0: Hanging on for dear life. And the other has already been wrapped up with the Christmas lights.
1: Okay. So they're pretty much all fine except the one in the ceiling, but he's stuck in a ceiling. So Misty is just gonna drag these Krampuses with her. (laughs) And she's also, if I'm not mistaken, toting the sled of pillows. And she's just gonna throw the octopus on it and try to find the special lights for the present. <laughs> she thinks these guys got the other one taken care of.
0: All right, yeah. So you see where Knot has wrapped up the first Krampus with the lights, and the other Krampus has grabbed some lights to try and muzzle up Lucky, so it's easy enough to figure out where these are coming from. And you go and you find, all right, yeah, these look fancy. And you just, like, grab all the lights. Why not? And just, like, put them onto the sled.
1: Awesome. And I, I also, like, put all the Krampuses on the sled, too, because they're all incapacitated. So I just lay them on the sled, too.
3: Oh, that's kind. You're not going to let them drag? Well, it's not <laughs>
1: kind. It's very selfish because that's more weight on her neck. That's true.
0: <laughs> all right. So that means we're at the top of our next exchange. And Misty, who would you like to go?
3: I'm gonna let it be not. I'm gonna go after the one on Lucky's neck. And I'm gonna just do a little booty shake. I'm gonna pounce.
0: All right. Rule two, attack with, let's say forceful.
3: I am going to invoke street smarts to know exactly where to pounce at because I've attacked multiple people on the streets. And so I I know where to hit. I'm gonna re-roll that. Aw, it's a zero.
0: All right, he's going to try and defend with Clever to see if he notices you, because he's very focused on Lucky.
2: Hey, Magedda, have you already used your boost that you are the knock?
3: Can I wait to use it until I see what his roll is?
0: You can, and that's probably a smart idea because he got a minus one. Sweet! Yeah, so you're like waiting. Lucky's all flailing around, trying to get this guy off. The Krampus is holding on for dear life. And so you wait for just the right moment, and you leap, and you snap, the krampus by like the scruff of the neck like sort of the area where you know if somebody were to grab you you would go catatonic you grab that exact same area on the krampus with your teeth that that is false you don't have teeth you <laughs> grab it with just your gums and with the force of your leap you drag him off of lucky's neck and you hold him by the nape of the neck and he is just catatonic in your grasp and uh, is incapacitated.
3: Okay, can I kind of just like put him under me? Like, all right, and I attack my toys. Usually I'll like shove them underneath my belly and just like sit on them. So I'm just gonna take them and shove them under my little belly.
0: All right, so you pin him down.
3: And then I will pass it on to Lucky now that he is free.
2: You know what, I'll use my turn to help not tie up this guy more officially with the lights he was trying to tie me up with. <laughs> and since right now he's just sort of like nape of the neck, that's uh, not a permanent enough solution for me. So uh, I'm gonna help adjust not if she needs to roll over a bit or whatever to get the cord around him. But uh, yeah, I'll grab the lights that were trying to be used against me and use them against the Krampus to tie him up.
0: Alright, and let's have you go ahead and roll with Clever to see how well you get this done. That is a plus two. And he rolled very poorly and got a minus one.
2: Yes! He is secured. That he is. So is the only person left now Misty or the guy in the ceiling? Yep. And so the guy in the ceiling technically is still engaged in combat since he's not fully immobilized. All right, I'll let it be his turn just in case Misty needs to go after him to finish him off.
0: All right, I'll give him one more luck check real quick to see if he manages to weasel his way out without needing to waste his turn. And that's flat zero. He's still stuck. So he's going to once again roll with Forceful to see if he can extricate himself. Getting a plus one. Finally, something in the positives. So he is like swinging his body weight back and forth and gets it to just the point where his horns finally pop out. And he does like a forward flip and lands on the ground, kind of a three point stance. And he's got the master sword and he's like, all right, yeah. And he looks around and sees the three of you completely surrounding him and all of the other Krampuses tied up by either sheets or lights. And you see a bead of sweat appear anime style on his forehead. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And that concludes his turn and brings us to Misty.
1: Missy just finished like putting the lights on and she sees this happen where he falls and she just looks at him and says, I'll give you one chance. You can come sit on this pillow quietly or I'll take you out now.
0: <laughs> Roll to overcome with either forceful or flashy your choice for the intimidation. You will defend with clever.
1: That is a zero, but I want to use a fate point to invoke... I won't drink my cocoa without marshmallows! I am prim and prissy, and you'll do what I say. All right. So that'll put me at a two.
0: Well, he got a zero.
3: Oh, <laughs> I love how terribly you're rolling, Ned.
0: Yeah, I need to get some new dice. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. Give me just a moment.
3: Oh, no.
1: Aren't those your new ones?
0: Well, here's the thing. I got 14 in that set of new ones. So it's just these four that are cursed. So I oh just need to God. swap them out for some better ones, right?
1: Put them to the side.
0: All right. Fake dice have been exchanged. Let's do a test real quick. And that's a flat zero. Well, whatever, whatever, it's fine, it's fine. Um, You look down at this final Krampus and he sets down the master sword and he goes over to that Magikarp that's flopping around and he just crawls inside of its mouth and pops his head out and gives you a weak little smile.
1: Okay, I put that with him inside on top of the pillow.
0: All right. Misty,
2: I don't say this often, but that was pretty rad. You are ice cold.
1: I guess I don't really dislike you so much anymore. You're welcome to watch me anytime.
2: I want to walk over to the sled and go, perfect. My mom will love the octopus and I don't know, my dad's always at the computer. This seems like his type of thing, I guess. (laughs) with that my gifts are complete
3: well we need to get the christmas dice for thomas and uh, a squirtle
2: there should be somewhere around here we seem to be in the right section let me give this at least one more quick look over to see if they had a chance to ruin those things we should be in the right place for them and ned i'd like to take one more quick sniff around to see if i it seems like the right area for those type of gifts so i'm gonna give it one more look over
0: yeah, go ahead and roll with, let's say, Clever for that. Clever or Careful, your choice.
2: That is a plus one.
0: All right. So yeah, being in the stuffed animal and figurine section, it's not too hard to find the Squirtle. You see the place where the Magikarp fell down from, and it's like, okay, there's the Squirtle up there. Uh, the dice are probably in a different section of the store.
1: Is there, like, other Pokemon-type stuff? Yeah. Missy will just like throw whatever on for the boys of the Pokemon (laughs) stuff. All right. Any dragon type ones like Charmander. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah, you find some Charmanders. There's like all the evolutions of Charmander. There's a Dragonite up there. Uh, You grab a couple of those. And so you've got enough Pokemon for the boys.
3: We're doing good, guys. We have two left. Then we have the dice and the plates, which I'm really second-guessing at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> i going to go over so poorly. I have such a bad feeling about it. <laughs> but first, I'm going to go over to the little Krampus that's in the Magikarp, and I'm going to grab on with my claws to one of his little horns and make him look at me and say, What's it going to take to make you guys find the joy in Christmas.
0: That is an interesting prospect. Go ahead and roll to overcome with... If only there was a Spirit of Christmas approach. I'll say roll with flashy.
3: I'm going to invoke I am the Knot. Because when we first got Knot, all she would do is sit under the Christmas tree. And that's always where you could find her. So she loves Christmas. So I'm going to use that to roll better. Uh, That's going to be a plus two.
0: So I have set the difficulty as just a flat difficulty of plus four on these guys.
2: So what what are the rules on helping?
0: You can give up your action to assist in a narratively appropriate way and give a plus one to your friend's roll. I could only get you to a plus three then.
1: Misty will help as well.
2: If we both help? Okay, here's the thing. If Misty can help too, here's what I'm going to do. This is sort of a combination, I guess, of my stunt and my aspect. Nobody should be without a shoulder to hug. And I've never met a stranger. So uh, as she asks that, I'm going to do what Lucky does best, which is walk up to him and sort of flop down, curled up around him and rest my head on his leg. And just be like, yeah, what would it take to make you see how wonderful Christmas can be? And look <laughs> up at him with big puppy dog eyes.
1: And helping, Missy is just going to put her head behind not in a way because she's still tied to the pillows. <laughs> but in a way that only the Krampus can see. And just start baring her teeth.
0: I protect my own. And that's how she's going to help.
2: What a good cop, bad cop dichotomy we have here.
0: (laughs) I love this. All right. So all of you working together, that brings it up to a plus four. That means it is a tie, which is success at a minor cost. This Krampus here, we'll say that this particular one is Flampus. I need to write them down. uh, I've been writing them down. We've got Drampus, Flampus, Grampus, and Crimson. (laughs) You wrote Crimson. (laughs) And so we just need two more for the ones that we have currently. We'll call them Yampus, Trampus. (laughs) Yampus and Trampus. I love them. So Flampus looks up at you and he's got kind of a confused look in his eye. And he's like, wait, you guys, you like Christmas?
3: yeah, the lights are so pretty, and sometimes I get new toys from my mom.
2: It's the only time of year that both my mom and dad get to stay home all day instead of one going to work.
1: <laughs> to be honest, it's the time of year I, like, never see my family, so I'm not sure I love it, but <laughs> I love how happy they get. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: So Flampus is looking around at you and sees like the joy of Christmas, like the Christmas magic kind of shining out of your eyes. And you see his eyes kind of start to widen and go shiny a little bit as if something is about to click in his mind. But at the last moment, you see a little symbol shine on his forehead Ah! and disappear. And his eyes go blank for a moment. And then he shakes his head and he's like, what no, Christmas is Christmas is bad. <gasps> Christmas is bad, right?
3: Uh, uh, excuse me, group puddle real quick. Group huddle. Um Frampus, stay where you are. <laughs> Connected to Misty. Um, you guys all saw that, right? Uh yeah, pretty freaky. I know it's really freaking me out. But I'm thinking, what if these are all elves that have been cursed by Krampus <gasps> and he's controlling them with their uh, little brain waves. I don't
1: really understand the expression, I just got chills, but if I did, that's probably what I would say right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are they elves? Let's find out next week. (laughs) Are they elves? Or are they dancer? Or are they dasher and dancer as well? We shall see. (laughs) Well, thanks everybody for listening to Improv Tabletop. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of Furry Christmas if you want more go ahead and subscribe maybe even give us a review we would be as happy as somebody who's been looking for months to find a squishmallow who finally got a squishmallow <laughs> if you'd give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice we're also all over social media at improv tabletop so if you'd like to suggest either a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use you can tweet about us or comment on one of our posts using hashtag imptab setting or hashtag imptab aspect let's do a round of plugs I am going to leave plugging iCast fireball to Heather because she's very proud of her husband and I don't want to steal that from her. <laughs> what I'm going to plug instead is, so I know we kind of ragged on these new dice that I've been rolling tonight, uh, but that is just my bad luck. Do not let that dissuade you from seeking out these dice because they are really cool. It's very difficult to find like unique fate dice with fun designs on them but there is this company who has done some kickstarter for fake dice it is geo laser designs out of italy g i o l a s a r and we'll also link to it on our website these fate dice are constellation style. They've got these starbursts on them so that when you see like the place where the cross of the starburst is, that's the plus. And then the tail of the starburst is the minus. And they also have little stars in the background that are like regular D6 pips. They're really cool. We'll post a picture of them up on social. I am pretty enamored with the design of these dice. Again, the bad luck, that's just me. Don't let that dissuade you from getting them.
3: But maybe send Ned some good luck.
0: <laughs> yeah, send send. Just send me some good luck. Send out the vibes. Yeah, I don't,
3: I don't know. I don't know how luck
2: carries over from podcast to personal life, but Ned's DM'd enough D D for me to know that he doesn't need any more dice luck.
0: You know, some, some. It's just the day. It's just the day. <laughs> but yeah, go check those out. Geo Laser Designs. They're pretty cool dice. I dig them. Heather, you got anything that you would like to plug?
1: Yeah, actually. So there's this really cool podcast called I Cast Fireball, where Ned takes a turn as the resident co which is a fan favorite, just saying. You hear that a lot on the podcast if you listen because it's absolutely true.
0: Aw, shucks.
1: Anyways, this podcast is awesome. I love listening to it, and I actually don't really like podcasts, and I don't really like listening to DD actual play. But I love this podcast because all four of them did theater in college and three of them did improv and it's just fun to see them all working together and just because I know and love all of them, especially the DM, it doesn't have me biased because I'm brutally honest. So go listen to them.
0: (laughs) Right on. Evan,
2: anything that you would like to plug? I always think of things throughout the day or week that I'm like, man, that's something I could bring up on the podcast. And then, of course, the moment my plugs begin, it all kind of flies out of the head. But uh, I do just want to plug this holiday season and really always. Uh, you know, sometimes as a society, I feel like we get a little awkward about opening up, and being honest and letting people know how we feel, especially non-family. But if you got someone special in your life, or just a friend or just a, even people you work with who have done something nice for you that you really want to express sincere gratitude for... Just uh, take that opportunity, you know? Life's short, crazy stuff's always happening, people move, people get caught up in different things, and you just gotta let people know when you got the chance, hey, I appreciate you, I love you, you're a good friend. Um, I got a voicemail from my good friend Caleb Anderton this last week. He said he'd listened to the first episode of this series, and he left me a voicemail that was really nice and out of the blue, that was just like, hey man. Uh, I'm really glad we patched things up and I'm really glad you're my friend and it was really sweet and it kind of made my day. So just reach out to those people in your life, everyone here. Heather, Ned, McKenna, you're all my friends. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate taking this time to get to play with all y'all. I just went through a stressful move and getting to sit down and record this is like a little bit of normalcy after all the hecticness and change. So
0: I appreciate and love all you. Aww. And Merry Christmas. We
1: love you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Evan. Yeah, I appreciate hearing that something that could be a stressful project, you know, needing to sit down and record. I'm glad to hear that it actually is an enjoyable kind of relaxing process.
2: Uh, yes. Setting up the recording booth, I joke was a nightmare, but really getting to play makes it all worth it.
3: Yeah, I will say usually I'm so tired and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I have to go record. But then the second I get here, I'm like, this is the highlight of my day. Like my day, whenever we record, is 10 times better. So
0: thanks, Ned. Yeah, thank you.
3: But that's not my plug because um, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and I have never had a Christmas without snow. Even last year in Nashville, I think we got like little snow flurries on Christmas Day. But this year, I think like Thursday or Friday of this week is supposed to be like 73 degrees and I'm kind of grumpy about it. It's nice, (laughs) but also I need my white Christmas. I'm going to be a little picky about it and a little selfish. Um, So what I did... I went and I got the faux snow that you can spray on your windows and make it look like it's all frosted. And it made my heart just melt. So if you are needing a little bit of cheer, that is probably not something that's cheerful for Christian because he does not like the snow. But <laughs> if you like the snow, then you should do that to your windows because it makes people happy. And it feels like it's like super Christmassy. But also for those that don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. Enjoy the holiday season with your loved ones. And I'm sure we'll talk about it next episode because the next episode is going to be right before Christmas. But happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy
0: Festivus. Candle night, Festivus.
3: Happy Solstice. Anyways, we love you all.
0: I will
2: say this big move we keep talking about was me moving to Texas. And for those of you who live in these warm climates, uh, if there's any tips for keeping the festivities and this holiday spirit thriving, because my wife and I, for the first time in our lives, are watching Christmas movies and listening to Christmas music while, like McKenna said, it's 70 degrees outside. It's weird. It feels odd. It's an adjustment, to be sure. It feels wrong. I feel like I'm out of season to be watching these movies so any tips uh tweet at
0: us
3: well first tip is it's never out of season but um
0: (laughs) (laughs) well believe me if i had the power i would send you all of the ice and the frost that i've been getting up here in idaho (laughs) but unfortunately i have no mastery over the weather yet i'm still working on it (laughs) but regardless of that thanks everybody for joining us here in the world of furry christmas i'm ned wilcock your host and gm and i've been joined by heather Evan. McKenna. That felt weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we went with it. I love that my fellow players supported my choice. And yes, I ended. Just want to point that out.
3: Improv.
0: Everybody, you just experienced improv in real life. (laughs) Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next week on Improv Tabletop.
3: like you experience improv in real life yet this whole thing is supposed to be improv (laughs) you haven't been experiencing it up to now but this right here this
0: is the hard-hitting headline that's going to be hitting twitter soon improv tabletop not actually improvising what clickbait clickbait clickbait